Here it is. The episode you've been waiting for. The Neighborhood Sellers Podcast with your hosts, Nico and Sasha Antanasio. Grab a chair, grab a drink, grab a friend, and enjoy the conversation. Well, good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, Sasha. How you doing? Um, good morning, Wait, good morning. On. What'd you do you, to my what'd you do to my mic? Do, <laughs> you, to my can mic. you shut your phone off? <laughs> Not even what are we at? 30 seconds into the show? <laughs> That was a big fumble. And the people so, watching online just I'm, knew <laughs> just knew exactly what we're going to say. Guys, the best part about focused. everything is like you guys on TikTok and Instagram, wherever we're live, is that you get the BTS. You get the amazing like live oh, of wow. everything of all of my fumbles. So, yeah, welcome to the Neighborhood Sellers Podcast, guys. And you guys know I'm, I'm known for fumbles and yeah, like, that's me. So let's... <laughs> We're ready with the Sasha button this like five one, seconds. One minute. So if you guys are tuning in, you, we did not have a show last week. Sasha had back surgery. So yeah. this is actually the first day Sasha's been out of the house since having back surgery. Um, and last week, the episode that we were going to post, I honestly just, I couldn't get around to doing it. I didn't realize how much shit that you do in a day. Exactly. What guys, I do. guys, you know what this is so, show, Nico? So, that oh I'm not just I'm not just a mom a working no, mom just, he got to wear the shoes of mommy daddy and everything in goddamn between that I do very well, okay. and you know what I'm happy you did that's well. a whole nother level of appreciation it's, it's, isn't it oh yeah it, was, it definitely was it was a definitely experience but if we can go ahead and uh, absolutely we, we have other voices in here we do we, we do, have do. two awesome friends oh my god guys what I tell you these are like. I know I'm freaking loud. Yeah, I'm no, goddamn no, you're, loud. You're like, super loud today. I don't know what's going on. Like, First time. I'm just loud. Right. Yeah, I know, right? I'm never this way. Like, what? But, guys, these two people that we have in house today, and you super, you turn my mic off now. No, I, that's Anyways, your headphones. These two people, like, when I tell you amazing times 10 times, like, oh my God, awesomeness. Oh my God, it's amazing. And I just found out that they share an office, they have a threesome going. Oh my God, it's even like, Oh my! That's that just like blew my mind today. So I'm gonna t- I'm gonna. So you go with the 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 first one. I go with the second one. Or you introduce them. You both? introduce both of them. Go okay. for it. Okay, I want to introduce first off Tara. I call her Farrah Rochez, but that's not her last name. She's going to go ahead and tell you guys the last name. She just said it. I want, <laughs> I want to introduce you guys to her. She's another amazing working mom, killing it in the fucking real estate realm. Then we have Ira Gold. Ira Goodman, your smiling Goodman. realtor. The smiling realtor. The smiling. I was going with the smiling realtor. I was going to go with Dan. Just forget about Ira altogether. <laughs> but the smiling mother realtor in the house, guys. And yeah, I'm going to let them introduce themselves. Good morning, good morning, guys. Take it from here. Ladies first. (laughs) Okay. So just shop your social media handles Handles, and... How they can reach out to you. What is it you do? Yeah, so I'm Tara Rafanis and I'm... Sasha. I did, I did. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Are you done with your phone? I'm done, I'm done. (laughs) Sorry, you're cutting off. Okay, I'm sorry. It's okay. Sasha, you got any more? No. You're not right. (laughs) I'm so done. I'm done now. I'm with the Keller Williams office in Ridgewood, and my Instagram is Tara Rafanis, realtor, very original. How do you spell that? R-O-U-F-A-N-I-S. There it is. There, there it is. is. You can check her out. Yeah. And then we have the, the smiling realtor. Ira Goodman. Uh, uh, I've been with Keller Williams Village Square Realty for five years, 
and all of my social medias are Ira Jean Goodman something or other. So it's Ira Jean Goodman Realtor on Facebook and Instagram, and Ira underscore Realtor on TikTok. Jean spelled with the G E E N E. All right, there you go. Well, guys, welcome to the show. We really do appreciate you guys taking your time out of your busy days to come and uh, just chop it up with us. Thanks for having um, us. You know, it's it's fun to have other people, especially right here locally from us, and it just shows you how much businesses out there that you know we're here you know sh- you know talking about your business and your business doesn't even you know bounce into our business or right. both of your business you guys work in the same office mm-hmm. and your businesses don't intertwine it's just so much business out there and and we recently well not recently but about a year ago did a deal together right. and it was one of at the time was my most taxing deal uh, so there's a lot of back and forth, back and forth. And mm-hmm. it wasn't really anyone's out of, it was both out of both our control, right? right? Yeah. Um, the situation at hand. Exactly. Exactly what it was. Mm-hmm. And you had one seller that wasn't really cooperating. You had the spouse mm-hmm. and that's always a gets divorce, messy. It was a divorced couple, couple getting divorced and one was on one page and one was on the other and you know how that goes. That's so fun. It, it was. <laughs> Transactions. But, yeah. I, but it was at the end. That's what makes it. Absolutely. It was rewarding. Mm-hmm. Because. And with people you exactly. enjoy working with. So that's, you know, and that's kind of more or less the topic of the the episode today is, you know, mm-hmm. how realtors, you know, even though, you know, we could work for the same company, different company, is that realtor-realtor relationship that we have. So. Sasha and I were super grateful that you were on the other side of the transaction, mm-hmm. um, you know, because we were like, hey, we can call you. We, we were at a like a conference together and you were sitting at a complete opposite table and we were talking about our deal mm-hmm. right there. You know, something that you don't get if you were in a different company or you didn't know the other person, you know, right. um, I'm working a deal right now that the agent and I are strictly just talking and communicating over text message because not me, I'm a very you know easygoing guy. She just doesn't want to be. She's like, oh, per the contract, per the contract. Okay, right. not a problem. Commitment was due a week and a half ago. Where's your commitment? Per the contract. And she's like, oh, we're 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 delayed. Per the contract, right? So this we're gonna quote what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Yep. But the thing is, this business is all about relationships. A hundred percent. Tara had had a property in uh, a town out west. And um, I did an open house for her. Mm-hmm. And it turns out that I got the client to become the buyer. Mm-hmm. And that deal had so many issues. We were very lucky that we had Carnegie Mortgage. We had Carnegie Title. The, oh, awesome. the, the work that had to be done to get the CCO, I was in the Patterson office multiple times a week. Crazy. Waiting graciously to get paperwork. The lady was on uh, Thanksgiving. And that oh, office is so had. small. Oh, my God. Small, but also <laughs> the workers between who was let go and who, you know, mm-hmm. wasn't working. And it was the holidays. Oh. And just between oil tanks and knob and tube. And, and FHA and financing and the painting on the, you know, the, the lead paint stuff. And had it not been for having a, an agent that you want yep. to work with mm-hmm. and communicate, the number yeah. of times that Tara and I would have a really quick phone call, you know, we'd both in our cars, we just yeah. have, this is the status right now. And, 
And it all happened. It happened on a Friday night at 5.30 is when the closing happened. Wow. Because the loan was, everything was expiring the next day. (gasps) Wow. Literally, it was like at (laughs) the very last minute. But the point of all that is, is, and even with our deal, you get a lot of agents on the other side that don't want to communicate. They won't pick up their phone. They won't talk to you. Or they're afraid to. Right. That's what I really think it is. And I, especially this past year, I feel like I've really noticed like the... Can I just cut you off real quick? Mm -hmm. Bring the mic a little bit closer to you Mm -hmm. so we can hear you better. Is that better? It sounds like you're whispering to us. I, w- I liked it, but Nika didn't like it. Yeah. No, okay. Nika, so, can you hear me now? <laughs> yes. That was With my raspy voice. Good. Good. Right. No, <laughs> Perfect. Raspy radio voice. So as you, as you were saying? Um, no, so I was saying, you know, definitely this year I've really noticed that, you know, just the etiquette of KW agents in general, like yeah. when I've had KW agents versus non-KW, and listen, I'm not downplaying. Not really. and Absolutely. Abs- right. It's just, it's a different... It's that KW culture. Mm. We communicate. We try and work through a deal. And I think end of day, that's the biggest thing is being able to talk and communicate and work through it and not ghost and be afraid. We're all in the same boat. We need to talk about it. If we don't, then yeah, the deal's going to die. And then that. That's why I think everyone's fear. Like the agent's like, oh, I don't want to piss this person off. So I'm not going to get, but that's making it worse. Like just talk. Mm -hmm. Like, for instance, I have a uh, fire, certif- uh, fire certificate uh, inspection going on right now. You got to fumble with that word. I know, right? I couldn't even say it. Oh, wow, it. look at you. And it's down in Brick. <laughs> so we have agents down there to help us out. So she was the agent at my open house. So you know, for me to go down to Brick, it would cost me a round trip, let's just say 50 bucks. I'm paying her $50 just to go there for a half hour. They came. So my client purchased the house, flipped it. And now reselling it. Mm-hmm. They came, gave us a CCO back in August, passed, this time failed. And I'm like, I'm a fire inspector in Jersey. And I go to them, like, I don't understand how you're failing us when you, just when you passed it. And there's nothing inside our, we call it the red book. Mm-hmm. It's a legitimate, a red binder, but it's like, <laughs> it's huge. It's, it's, it has all the um, standards, NFPA mm-hmm. standards and you know, New Jersey standards. It has all these standards in it. And I'm like, and he goes, well, and he quoted like a catch-all. And I'm like, are, are you serious? I'm like, can we just talk to the, f-? like, and I don't want to be that person. Like, can we talk to your boss? Right. But something but, like we had to. to do with our deal. Yeah. It just made no sense. And I'm like, so she's trying her best. And she's like, hey, do you want to talk to him on the phone? I'm like, I'll talk to him, but the guy's going to be thick-headed. Yeah, He's not going to let some guy on the phone and then we're going to say, hey, Try I'm... to tell him how to do his job. So That's he's, not going to go well. He's like, going. So I'm like, then I just want to go, I'm like, hey, I am also a fire inspector. I also have my <laughs> stuff for fire official. Can you please read me what you're, you're, what, you're, what you're quoting? And he's, I'm like, and I go to him like, really, bro? That, that's what... He goes, don't worry about it. We won't charge for the reinspection. Oh, my God. One thing I do is I always make sure we do it with time for stuff like this. Mm-hmm. We're not closing until the 8th. So for me, it's no big deal. But I lose 50 bucks because I'll bring somebody else out there again. again. Mm. But all our deals, just like the deal I did with yours, I always stay responsible for the CCO and the fire service. Like, I want to be responsible for it. Yeah, we take care of that for our clients. Because I want to make sure my client closes on our schedule. Right. Agents yeah. forget we to... do the same thing. Right. Exactly the same mm-hmm. thing. How many, how many deals have you done and the other agent forgets to yep. file for it and now it's too late? Mm-hmm. And they're like, well, we can close without the CCO. 
Uh, you think? Yeah, like, not. We, we, technically, <laughs> you can because the loan is not requiring it. But at right, the same but time, the, but the, the town, town is not. And the town the attorney's not gonna. No. So, like, this make why make things complicated when you can plan ahead mm -hmm. and just take care of it. I've got a CCO form in my in my book bag. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, yeah, I mean the closing's not until the twenty first, but, but it, it's all you just have to do stuff. Exactly. Plan it and make it happen. Because you know what, life happens. Look, look at the into at the. You know, we were talking earlier. Mm -hmm. I had a um, appraisal yesterday, and the appraisal company. The inspector, her husband, was rushed to the hospital, and you know he's not doing well. Oh man! But now, what happened if that was something else? Say it was the fire, you know, the CCO inspector or something like that. Business is business, and everything 100%. has deadlines. Right. Yeah. People have rate locks, like you were talking about before, yeah. rate locks, and right. so there's more. Like one part can't stop moving because the whole thing is still moving; it's still going. 100%. Right? You get a flat tire, you still have three tires that are working. The inspector and got a flat tire on his way to the inspection. Jesus, yeah. look at that. Last week. Dang, that juju is so, insane. <laughs> so, so Sasha knows my one of my um one of my oh things God. when I run late or if I forget an appointment. I'm like, you tire. say you got a flat tire. I got a flat tire. So I'll tell you this. Put that out into the universe. In my twenties, in my twenties, I used to get so I had a I still do a G thirty five, but from the factory it's lowered. Mm -hmm. And when you lower a car, it has a you know it has a camber problem. So your inside tires are kind yeah, of pointed in right. exactly. So no matter how much I paid for the tires, they were the cheapest tires, the most expensive tires. They would always last me anywhere from six to seven months because the wear on the inside of the tire would be bad. Which makes no sense. Which on the outside of the tire was it looked brand new. Mm. So in my twenties, I used to get flat tires virtually all the time for tires just just blowing out oh, yeah. on me. You know. And I remember we just came back from Point Pleasant and I had to go work. I used to work at a police station. I was working midnights. So we're driving up from Point Pleasant. It was probably, it was maybe nine o'clock. I would drop my friend at home, 10 o'clock, give me an hour to get ready, go to work by 1130. I'm on the express side of the parkway with a free and flat oh, tire. Oh, and God. I'm like, here I'm changing. And you know how? It was right by the pack center, so you know how it's kind of elevated and you have to drop off? Yeah. Cars are zooming in past me. I'm freaking, I'm on the, oh you know, God. the passenger side and I don't, I, I'm on a hill trying to change this tire. Oh I was scared shit. So this is all for the <laughs> old, the this is all for my old, uh, old uh, <laughs> karma that I left behind. So, but. You're putting, you're, saying, you're putting out though. Yeah, exactly. It is. I'm a firm believer in that. But speaking of flat tires, just since we're on the topic. Yeah. <laughs> I brought my kids into the city over Christmas, and I i don't know the last time I got a flat tire. I freaking, I'm like down South Street. I pull into the garage. I must have picked up a piece of the cobble. Oh, man. I pull in down the ramp, turn. All of a sudden, it's like, poof. Damn. Just like that? Oh, yeah. Just <laughs> like that. You don't have a run well, flat. You have a BMW, don't you? I have a Range Rover. Range Rover. Don't, you don't have run flats? Run, run flat. Yeah. Oh well, I had a spare. <laughs> yeah, I had a spare in the back. No, but I'm saying I thought your your tires. I thought your tires have run flats. So if it has a hole, it stuff seals itself. Oh well, there was the thing was this big. It was like oh, a boulder. My, oh my and god! You could what? hear it like smashing the more that I would like roll over. Oh it. my oh. god! And the guy in there is like, uh, I can't help you. I can't help you. And he was speaking Spanish. I'm like, I have my kids in the car. Like, this Damn. Is such a, yeah. Long story short, I was like, What can I pay you? <laughs> yeah, exactly. This needs to what get done. I, yeah. Like, what's going to happen? He's like, back it up. And literally, it's like, poof, 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 poof. and the 
Boulder is like just crushing. Oh my god! So did, <laughs> did you break your? Did you, my mouth is wide. Did your rim crack? Rim? Yeah, it did not. Thank, oh my god. God. Thank god! Right? Thank God! So I paid him two hundred dollars and he two hundred. Damn! Hey, listen. He raised the listen, lights out of you. At the, no, at that point, I was like. Could have been a thousand dollars. Thousand dollars. I was like, sure. I had my kids. That's they sure. were like, we're not going to sure. make it to the. And you, bank, have, so it's you like, have two boys, right? No, I have a girl and a boy. Does your daughter play any uh, play hockey too or no? She does. Do you know She's what? A savage. Do you know what today is? That is what. No, so we're recording this on Thursday. Thursday, uh, and which is this going to air tomorrow? So this is February first. February first. Uh-huh. Today is National okay. Female Sports Day. Really? No way. Yeah, today's wow. National Female Woo-hoo! Sports Day. Yeah. Shout out to women's hockey, women's basketball. Wait, so I thought your son played hockey. Your daughter plays football. They do. League, you know what I'm so saying? Like, Sophia is six. You know Sophia's six. She's a mite. Yeah, and zero seven. So they're both mites. So they're, so they're all. Are they both on the same team, or do they play on advance and like intermediate? Adva- like advance and intermediate. So they've never been in the same location twice. Uh, very rarely. Oh my huh? God. Wednesdays they're both at vault. Okay, oh, for wow. practice, right? Mm-hmm. For their like, games, but that, the games they could be in different places. It could be right. Yeah. Yo, da- her daughter could be John Luigi's best friend. Her son could be Gigi's best friend. Our daughter yeah. is eight. Our son is five. Mm-hmm. Which is like they're perfectly like. So did they start playing the same age? Might be pretty much, yeah. We started him and started her. Same wow. wow. And then he just developed more. She de- she most likely developed more faster, right? Oh, she's a savage. Yeah, yeah. She they, she girls are. A big, Yo. Ira can speak to that. Wow. She is. That gonna, is amazing. I always say she's going to be something one day. They, they play for the, the Rockets, right? You said? Bandits. F- Bandits, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Yo, so Gigi that, is just like, when I see her on the ice and like being, dude, there's this video I posted of her. This chick is like doing, like scooting back, doing, uh, so Sasha gets. I can't even skate. Sasha doesn't like skating with the kids because she gets pissed off that our five-year-old is spraying her with snow. Yeah, and Sasha's here holding the wall, and as our kids are these little kids. Excuse me, ma'am. Can you get out? No, I cannot get out of the way. You go around. I'm lucky that I'm still vertical. I'm like I'm a woman. You see me holding onto the wall for dear life, bro. Go around. They're like, ma'am, that's rude. Ma'am, you're rude. All right, don't make me like. If I hit the ground, I'm like. I'm out for life. Like, God knows and I'm going to have disability. Gigi loves you. She goes, she'll oh go God. really fast going towards Sasha. And she and skates like, it like. And she just stops. I love that. That mm-hmm. move, I'm like, I call it Grady Ice. I'm like, just shave the ice. <laughs> shave the ice. That is like, and he he gets agitated. He's like, can you like just have her focus? Like, you don't, you, mommy yep. comes here and like everything mommy wants to yeah. do. Everything falls apart. Yeah. <laughs> no, but the thing is, I don't want to, I don't want Gigi scaring Sasha because I'm like, yo, Sasha's on the ice. Like, can we not play with mommy? Everyone clear. Can we not piss mommy ice. off? Like, let mommy stay on the ice for like 10 minutes, oh, not when five. When I go to the games, I make it known because I don't go to all our games because of my back problems. And John Luigi is freaking all over the place. He like dips out. Once he sees a vending machine, it's a freaking wrap. We need to v- visit that vending machine like 10 times. So like while her game is going, I'm like over by the vending machine, over in this corner trying to find him. All of a sudden, I'm like, GG, go. I came up with a chair for her team. Uh, told, so whenever they score... <laughs> I go hard. Like, I, I go hard, that. hard. Like, I'm you, a, you, you go hard? Like, do you? <laughs> you definitely, so, like, I can definitely hear All the dads, I'm like, dads, like, what are you guys doing? Back me up. I'm like, when I say ice dogs, you guys bark. They all look at me like I had 10 heads. They're like, no. So the moms are like, yeah, don't, they, they don't say anything to them. They're like, we got your back, but the husband just leave them out of it. So when the girl, when they score, we go crazy. We go buck wild and Gigi like waves. And he's like, um, my, he's like, focus, you're a goalie. What are you doing? Gigi, stop. And Gigi looking. gets a goal. In. No, but you know what it is? Hey, mom. 
So she's looking at Sasha, and I'm yelling at Gigi. Oh, the play is coming to you. Stop. She's the goalie? Gigi's the goalie, yeah. You gotta protect that. So, because you can't hide. A goalie can't hide, right? Oh. So Gigi's like here now. She, and I and they're looking for you to be. Exactly, yeah. Pound. And I tell Gigi all the time, you're not a raccoon on rabies. Stop spinning. It's like she'll get bored and she'll just doing circles in the crease. And I'm like, you don't have rabies. Stop we it. doing gymnastics and stuff. And like, she's doing we, splits and all kinds of shit. So we just came back. We were up in Newburgh. We had a tournament last weekend, right? It was, mm-hmm. It's a my tournament. When yeah. she won! Champions! Okay, you don't have to yell. I still. Like, you don't have to yell. Oh my god! You I can wait. I can only imagine you in the stands. I can't because oh. But you know what? It, we played a team that dad moved away from her. me. So here, here I'm trying to get you know I'm, I'm trying to coach Gigi. So I'm Gigi's goalie coach, right? So I'm here trying to get Gigi keep your you know. You're, and you're trying to rein her in. And I'm trying to keep her away from my kid. You need a leash. Like yo, leave my keep my player. Like, Get away from my my player here. We're trying to we're trying to focus here. So I'm on the be- yeah. So I'm on the bench. She has her tournament, which, like Sasha said, they won, right? And this is the first time I saw this type of emotion out of our kid, right? Like she's always smiling. I honestly think she has a better smile. And more often smile than you, Ira. Sorry, and I don't know if it's bi- I don't know. If it's, I don't know if I'm being biased, but my yeah, daughter has a, a much better smile, and she's always happy, right? Always. Oh when she God, was literally. a player last year, she needed a clear mask so people can see her smile. That's what she said. Daddy, I need people to see my smile. She went the cage. So, and then we couldn't put the the mask on. You know, she needed a cage for the goalie. Right. So anyway, so the first time I ever saw Gigi with emotions, so. We the first game we had on the second day, so they tied. They won their first game. They tied the second game, and the tie in the second game was against the home team, mm-hmm. and they disallowed a goal that went in. A goal went in, which was jacked up, and they disallowed a goal. It is what it is, right? Mm-hmm. So the next morning we go it was I think it was at eight o'clock game or seven o'clock game, and Tara, you know all about oh might hockey, right? I mean, yeah. we're playing in Wayne this week, seven o'clock, so we're leaving Dumont. What? 545 to get to you know Wayne that's 45 minutes away just give us half hour to get ready right Right. so you know so we're we're you know we're in Newburgh so it's first thing in the morning and I'm shot because I worked the night before so I work a part-time job where I record sports games for pro teams and college teams and the NHL and stuff like that and you I compl- don't sit still, huh? I know. No, right? but you know, it, no. so this, this, the job, so many the, Yeah, the job that the, the, the company the guy owns, he, he contracts with CBS <laughs> and all that. Mm-hmm. But it's a very good paying job. I mean, it's basically $40 an hour to sit down in a room watching a clock of each game, right? And it's mm-hmm. amazing. So I get off work at one o'clock in the morning. We have to be up in Newburgh. I think it was like an eight o'clock game. So it's an hour away. Mm-hmm. So we'll pro- I probably left four hours. I'm getting Gigi, eight Sasha's transformer changed. And her goalie pads, I flip them. <laughs> now, I'm a goalie. I play goalie, right? So I've put these pads on several times. I know how to put them on. Right. I flip her pads around. Did not <laughs> notice. So in warm-ups, I'm right there standing next to her. Kids are taking shots. I'm like, Gigi, can you get out of your butterfly? Can you? She goes, Daddy, I can't skate. I'm like, Gigi, it's way too early in the morning for this. Oh, Let's okay. just... 
And this is the anniversary of Sasha's brother who passed away. So Gigi's already dealing with the emotions yeah. of the anniversary. Uh -uh. Sasha's not there. She's with her family down at, you know, going to the mausoleum. So mm -hmm. it's already a taxing day for Gigi as it is. And I was trying to make it less stressful. No, you weren't. You as a goalie coach, so he's harder on her. Dads. He's harder on her than he is to like a stranger's kid or but, anybody. But else the thing is, kid. you know, Gigi, focus, get like. I'm but like, you know bro, your kid's like, potential. You know your kids. What your kid yeah, can't like, do. Yeah, like the twenty right? first that day specifically, I messaged him before, like when they were on their way, and I'm like, Nick, you got it today. Take a fucking step yeah, back. I'm like, I know you're not goalie dad, but today you just gotta like let but, her but, be. Which I which I did. Begin with. I put her pads on backwards, and then there's a strap that goes underneath the pad, right, that keeps the toe. Right. The strap got undone and was under her skate. So here's this poor kid in a crease, Aww. in a tournament. Do her pad is completely backwards and it's falling off. Every time she goes down, the it's knee, the protection that goes on the knee is on the outside of her knee. It's on the opposite side. So oh she's God, going knee to yeah. ice Aww. every time she goes down. So she's like in pain. And I'm like, listen, your team appreciates what you're doing. You're, you're keeping them in the game. I know daddy's going to kiss your boo-boos. I'm so sorry. She couldn't get up. She had no, she had no blade. She was in her butterfly pretty much the whole game. Damn, that was the game. Our team just lit it up. We scored twelve goals. Gigi gave up six goals. Yo, but she gave that up six goals because she couldn't do. No, she she was, do she was just in the crease. She was a sitting duck. Give me chills. I gave. Oh. I go to yeah. the coach. I'm like, I could have single handedly taken this team out of the tournament because I fucked up. Like I messed mm -hmm. up. Right. They win their fourth game. Now they're in the finals. They're playing the team that they tied in the finals. Now the team is the home team. We were the number one seat. We were supposed to get locker room seven. Oh, what happens? The lower seat, the home team gets locker room seven and they put us into the pro shop, right? Inside this mm -hmm. little room pro shop. Oh yeah. my God. So now like, they're toying with us, right? Mm -hmm. Then they tell us the game is at one o'clock. We go to the ice, you know, 10 minutes to one. One o'clock, another game starts. The other team's still in locker room seven, still getting ready. Now we're taking all our kids. Exactly. Back. We're, now we got wow, our kids really going back to the pro shop. Guys. Now, when a kid gets all changed, ready to go, like their focus is so much. Absolutely. Right. You don't want them to mess around with their, their skates because if they go on metal, they'll dull the skates, right? Can I ask them? At this point, did you realize her pads? No, no, no. Well, I think I, th yeah, this is now, this, that was two games another before. Game. Yeah, and right. I, so you but did, yeah, right. I made sure, and I in, in the locker room, we had we had three dads look and make sure. Like, <laughs> You're I, like, I'm so tired today. Can you so, just make sure I'm not? And then one, somebody anymore? goes, "Hey, make sure you put them on right." I'm like, guys, JG's changed. Can everyone just do it once over on JG? Make sure everything's good. And we had dads just, you know, and you know, and the thing is with hockey parents, which you know. It's, you know, hockey parents are a different it, breed. We're a different breed. They're I'm so saying, like, amazing. Like when like, I tell you, like it may not yeah. be my kid, but that's my kid for today. Don't fuck right. with my kid, right? Mm -hmm. And if that may be someone else, that that's yep. my kid. Like don't right. fuck with them. Mm -hmm. So now here's these other dads, and, and they're, they're they're busting the kids' chops and all that. <laughs> so they're busting my chops. And the thing is, in the locker room, I make the bets with the kids. How many goals are you gonna score? Two. All right, if you score two goals, I'll do ten push-ups. All right, if you don't <laughs> score ten goals, you do five push-ups. So then at the end of the game, I'm doing push-ups. Or they're doing push-ups on whatever bets. Right. So I bet the team I'll do 25 push-ups if they have a shutout in the finals. <laughs> Gigi had a shutout going up to five minutes into the game. Every <laughs> save Gigi made she, off her block or her glove, she's like, yeah, shake it. Like, I looked at Gigi, and I'm like, this is she up. was so happy. Like, my kid flipped the switch. Oh, my God. She gave up a goal five minutes left in the game, and she was, like, heartbroken. But she got right back into it. Mm-hmm. And then the second goal she gave up was 14 seconds left in the game. Oh my god! Wow. They, it, but it was a, and both shots. Like the first goal, she she saved it with her shoulder. 
went from her shoulder to the crossbar, off the crossbar, back onto her back, and it bounced in. Stop it. So she did everything right. She did. But it was just... luck wasn't on her side. And the other one, this this is a team that's desperate to to score. I mean, right. and they're just tattooing her with shots, tattooing, tattooing. And they caught her right between her armpit. But they they won 6-2. Right. They won 6-2. Trophy was uh, legit. This trophy was the size of you. Legit. Right? Yeah. It was like a five foot three trophy. How Literally tall are you? Five four? Carried it. No, not even. I'm five two. Five two? I put my shoes on the, today and probably. The, tr- the trophy was five bigger. Five. The trophy was yeah. legit bigger Gigi's than you. Gigi's five four. It was the, really? the height of Gigi. It was, five, it was yeah. like Gigi's. The height of Gigi. Yeah, for daughter. Five, no, I don't think she's five I don't think, four. no, I don't think it's five she's four. Probably, she's probably five foot. She's, no, she's five foot. I she's probably a little bit shorter than you. Five foot, maybe. And how old is she now? Eight. Eight. And she's that tall already? But, yeah. but look at her parents. We're both tall. We're both, we're both tall. Yeah. To begin with, right, when she started her hockey career, she didn't want, she started her hockey career because she was a Devils fan, diehard Devils fan. She started going to the Devils game three, months, like, three old. months old with us and things like that because we got like Season amazing tickets, tickets mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But when she switched it, when the flip, when this switch flipped to become a goalie, it was because of my brother. So that whole emotional, like she was basically an emotional, yeah. emotional like the, roller coaster that weekend. The last, the first time that she, well, the <clears throat> second time she ever played goalie was two nights before he, he, he passed away. Yeah. And one of the comments he put on the Facebook Live was, hey, is that Gigi or Bredore? Yeah. So Gigi took that and used a form of grieving yeah, to play like, the play. Yeah. But they, and then, so this past week we went back to Newburgh again, was a scheduled game. And these kids came out to play. Yeah, they did. They, really? Both teams wanted to win. It was like a, they're a new rival, right? Oh, right. man. They well, after took all that, right? 53 <laughs> shots on Gigi. Stop it. 53 oh shots. God. We took 58 shots on that goalie. And might we're playing half ice. Hold up. So right. what, was the, what was the score? The score was 6-6. Six, six. It was tied. Oh. We should have won, but they again disallowed a goal. Uh, so we I have it on video. Know. The goal went in. Mm-hmm. The ref goes, no goal, no goal. We're like, here's video. The goal Why went in. No goal. Why, Why did he say no goal but though? Because it's home team. Like it's. Oh my god. It's, it, whatever. So like that was insane. So Favoring. Gigi comes. And then they did like shootouts at the end because they had time, and and that's great to see that. I love that. And um, but they scored two on Gigi. So Gigi's weak on her glove hand. They noticed that, and they were going after her glove hand. And her five spot too. Five, and it, they, so she gave up one in the five hole and two in the glove See, side. I'm learning. I'm so, learning. It's five <laughs> hole, but I but said five spot. They, I'm still learning. They, they won by five something. They, they won by two goals. Gigi was so pissed off. She after she didn't even say good luck, good luck, uh, good game. Oh, that was the she game. just skated past everybody and skated right off the ice and sat in the locker room. And I'm like, Gigi, oh, you cannot, man. That, you're disrespecting your own team. Your coach is out there with your teammates. Mm-hmm. No matter you win or lose. We gotta do it. Just integrity. show yourself composure. 100%. Forget about this game. This game is done. That's it. Yeah. You can't do nothing more about this game. Mm-hmm. It's done. Think about the next game, but show the respect to your coach and your teammates that did everything possible. You know, unfortunately, today wasn't a win for you guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that was the most saves she ever had. No, how many was, saves she had? Like forty saves. She had forty-seven saves, I guess. What? That wow. was the most saves she's ever had. She Period. Played, she played her best what? game. In her goalie career, she's mm-hmm. played her best. That was her, was her best game. She did everything right. You, and the crazy. one goal that she was pissed off about. Coming, that coming. Say that again. No, no, so no, I can no, record no. that and show that to Gigi. The, the one, I saved that the, for her? The one, goal that, the one goal that she gave up, she was a raccoon on rabies spinning <laughs> in her crease. She fell. Exactly. She That's fell. Funny. And when she fell, she was on her side. Pads were stacked. And they just. She, she was. She. she she fucked up. She just fell and oh, they man. shot her. And she was so hard on herself on that. And I'm like, gee, shit happens. 
Now you know sure. you're not gonna be a raccoon with babies. <laughs> right. Don't do that spin no more. Can you stop <laughs> using that that that, it, that whole I know, thing? That's like, such a funny, right? Yeah. Like, no, but, funny but it's but it does create an image, though. It does. I'm literally just, I'm like just picturing think, an image. Just think of a kid spinning in the thing, but mm-hmm. you know, and, and, and <laughs> you can thing, see a kid with candy on Halloween candy. Like, but you know, and, and we went into this thing about you know hockey and all that, and, and it's it's cool to talk about. But if you think about it, as a real estate agent, right, and you're a new real estate agent. Mm-hmm. You want to do everything. Uh, absolutely. Pick one thing. Focus on one I thing. I was literally looking you know? at um, a video about that earlier today. Like when you're as a new agent, when you start in the industry and you ask people for advice, right? Everybody's mm-hmm. giving you basically Different. the secret sauce, mm-hmm. what they do, right? Well, and for, you're them. Looking, for them. For them, exactly. And you're looking like all these top agents, right? Of all these different companies or offices that you work with. And they're giving you all the secret sauce, right? And like you have 50 agents give you different recipes, right? And you, as a new agent, you're like, I want to try all these goddamn recipes at once. Like, no, like... You're out there with rabies, too. Yeah, exactly. You're, you're, exactly. You're, because yeah. you're like, oh, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that, I'm going to yeah. do this, I'm going to specialize in this. Mm-hmm. Speci- no, no, no. You're and then you bis- can't find, like, what is... What's going to work for you? you every two seconds. Oh, squirrel. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. That's literally me. I'm like, me do too. my ADHD. So, squirrel on the loose. I'm like, yeah. If I'm on a cold call or something, somebody walks into the office, I'm like, uh-huh, uh-huh, yeah. My, 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 that's gone. It's out the door. It's like, even if I was getting that, that sale or whatever, like, I was getting If I was a new I'm agent, like, uh-huh, that appointment. if I was a new agent, I was talking to Tara, I was like, oh, your best thing is talk to other real estate agents, make friends with all the real estate agents, and you, you'll work off referrals. Social media, if you don't see her name posted 900 times, I know, right? She yeah, has yeah. friends legit in every single state, dude. And in like, some, in some in like third world countries, she has real <laughs> friends in real estate. She really does. I do. Like, yeah. even in the holes and the holes of the deeps of the deserts, <laughs> like, Tara has yeah. friends. She has a, she has a, she has a, she has a real estate agent on the Titanic. Like, <laughs> hey, does anyone know where I can get a room on the, on, on the port side? Yeah. Rose. And they're like, reach out to Tara. Reach to, out to Tara. Tara, you want I'm like, Tara, side. add me in your cheerleader group. I want to be a part of you. <laughs> but, but like your business, you, you can explain that to other people. It's like, hey, you know, just make friends with all the people, make yeah. friends with all the people. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and you get work referrals. You work a lot of referrals. Yeah. You know, you, you, you get, you have a lot of trust of other people, but Absolutely. a new agent, it they can listen. Yeah. They that, can though. listen to you. But the thing is you also have a resume of shit that you've done right yeah. to gain these people's trust. A hundred percent. Right. So yeah. it works for you. It, w- it wouldn't work for someone who walking in the game. Absolutely. So this is like, if you're listening, you're like, Hey, I'm brand new. I'm, I want to listen to how I can do it. Like, Another thing, Ira, you relate to your clients like oh my God. you become their best friend. He really does. Like you become their <laughs> best friend. It's all about a relationship exactly. and showing mm-hmm. people that I care. I, th- yep. Every phone call that I make starts out as, "Hey, I was thinking about you. Mm-hmm. How are you doing? Absolutely. How's the family?" Or I'll, I'll look back in command to see the last time I, f- I spoke to them. Yeah. Because I take notes. Every every call has an activity. He is oh my God! You had knee surgery the last time we spoke. How's it doing? And like people, how do you remember that? That resonates so much with people. Like when I tell you, the small things, the smallest, the small absolute things. smallest things ever. Well, and that's like Taking the organi- organization and yep. systems that he has. Attention I to mean, detail. The fa- like the notes yep. when we work open houses together, the notes he takes is really? insane. They walk out that door, and he is texting them right away about what you know, whatever notes he wrote down, and. Yes, he's got the very... kids' names, the dogs' names. Yes. That's amazing. But you know what's funny? But like, <laughs> so today is our go-to attorney's uh, birthday, and the reason why I remember his birthday. Happy birthday, Joe! Okay, can we stop yelling? Okay, like, we don't have to yell. <laughs> oh, Joe Dupiazza. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so it's his birthday today. There was some point 
then I remembered that it was his birthday and I wrote it down and I put you it in my calendar. Nobody's birthday, by the way. I, I put it down in the calendar. I, I remember Joe's birthday. Go. So there's a video that I send out to everybody. I've been sending this video out since November of 2011. Wow. Just me at my at the firehouse saying, happy birthday, motherfucker. Just like that. And it's like a legit two-second video. And I send that to all my friends. Or people that I know are not going to be offended. Offended, offended yeah. Yeah, right. Like, I had to have that discussion with him. Like, uh, there's a mutual, like, there's a dad friend in town that we have. And he sent it to the dad friend. And I'm like, uh... I think I we're cool, but um, I was cool. like, I don't know. I would have revisit. I don't know if I would have sent that because he's, I, I'm like, he's like, well, we I'm like, I'm like, like listen, uh, if, he, if he's soft, then it's, you know, they, he, then he he's not your people. He's not, he's not my people. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So it took me a while because Joe, he's, a, he's an attorney. So you look at attorneys, you think they're like, all right, straight, straight. Now. Like, so I'm like, you know, I wanted to do it last year. I'm like, you know, so I said this year, he goes, he laughed. He goes, yo, he this is it. so great. He loved it. So I'm like, good. Thank you. know, And I, but now I know him like, Joe, like he invited all this over for, you know, for a barbecue back yeah. over the summer or, you know, his daughter's a little bit younger than my, our son's age, but, mm -hmm. but we've become friends. No, like I've honest. known him, like I met him actually during COVID and he's like, I want to get into real estate law. And I'm like, Hey, I'll start sending you some stuff. Oh, so he's relatively yeah he, he does he did he did family <gasps> law he was a divorce attorney yeah divorce oh. attorney and he's yeah. like hey i want to get out of family but law you would never be able to tell that he was so well not new new but like how new he at the time when we first started working with him mm -hmm. because he was so um attention to detail and every time talk about like when we was in a transaction i would be because you know my insomnia four or five in the morning sometimes i'll be texting you texting. one two o'clock right. texting you about stuff and we could do that with joe and i'll be like hey what x y and z and he would respond right away and i'm like oh Which my God, this is like the case. Not no, with attorneys. Absolutely not. Not with attorneys. A hundred percent. Absolutely. And he would like, we would have a couple deals going and I would like just drop things, not names or anything. I'd be like, hey, um, what's going on with this? What's going on with that? No addresses, no names or nothing. And he, he knew exactly know. what was going on, what deals at what time and yeah. everything. And I'm like, I even told Joe, I'm like, yo, bro, you have to raise your amazing. price. You're like, you're really, you're very. Can you raise my thing? Cause I feel like I'm deaf in both ears right now. I'm like, you're oh, very. You what is he really loud again? to me? I don't, you know, I, you know, I don't know. At the time, I, at the time I said it, he was charging like like eleven hundred bucks. I'm like, bro, you got to raise your price. Like now, he's a little bit more competitive. Yeah. But he was very, he was very budget friendly. Mm -hmm. he was but I'm like, bro, you do a lot of work, and you know, which, but you, you're worth a lot more. And yep. and he's like, oh, I'm just getting into. Your value like, I, I'm just, just getting. I'm amazing. like, bro, people trust you. Yeah. You, you're phenomenal. So, Joe, happy birthday to him. But it's he was just, the attorney on our yeah, he was. Yep, East Orange, dude. Yep. And he, he's, he's our main. He does a, he's, a, he's our attorney for bulk of our clients. Personal clients. deals, yeah. everything. Like, yeah. literally, mm -hmm. family, personal, anything. We, he's like, go -to we, we recommend him. We recommend a couple other people. But we yeah. always tell our clients, call. Yep. Talk interview them to on them. Your own. Interview them. We're not going to tell you who to go to. I don't give two shits. It's your money. It's not my money. Yeah. Right. But these are. Make sure. If, like, you need heart surgery. Don't go to a podiatrist and ask for him to do the heart surgery. Sure. Go to someone who knows what they're doing. Mm -hmm. You know, like don't go to, you know, just Joe Schmo. Next time I need a back surgery, I'm gonna go to Ira. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> Ira's gonna no, pull up smiling. Ira's like. like <laughs> speaking of heart surgery. Tomorrow is nine years ago since I had mine. I wow. No way. You had heart surgery? I had a quintuple bypass. Jesus, bro. Can you break that down for me? Because I'm, I'm stupid. You're young. Look at this. That and you're like, young. I had a quintuple bypass. I had uh, found out in a spin class that all of a sudden I couldn't breathe. You were having a heart attack. This is a, it, it wasn't a heart attack, but it, I, it was I, couldn't, I couldn't breathe. It was sa uh, Saturday uh -huh. in January. And... The instructor got off her bike and she said, Ira, you are as white as a ghost. Something's going on. 
15 minutes later, I was fine. <clears throat> I always wore I always wear a, a monitor to mm-hmm. know what my heart rate is. It went yeah. down from 130 to, to 60. At the, side, that at the time, I couldn't breathe. Holy shit. And next thing you know, I said, I, I called my doctor up on Monday. I said, I think I need to see a cardiologist. Let me tell you what happened. Three weeks later, I was on the table. Holy oh shit. God. You know, cracked oh me open and all that stuff. Congratulations to like So that's why you don't drink caffeine. No, no, well, I had been off, uh, the caffeine is something completely different. Oh, okay. But I was off caffeine for a long, long time. It's just that, uh, the, you know, I have apparently a history in my family of coronary Her- artery disease. And you have kids too, right? Really? Yeah, I have how kids are, and grandkids. And how, how are they? I mean, they their hearts are all good? Yeah, they've, they've all been checked. They had, a, they had a, you know, get calcium checks. And, and Wait, your grandfather? Like, I have an 11-year-old, an 8-year-old, and a, and a 6-year-old. Holy mother those of God. Are my, those are the grandchildren. Jesus Christ, bro. You're Stop looking it. good. Ira, I'm a what? lot older than you think. Wow. <laughs> Ira, what? That is amazing. I have, um, my, my father had, by, so my father was 20 years older than my mother. And by the time I was 10 years old, he had had um, two open hearts and three bypass surgeries. So by by the age of ten, garlic was like uh like we would eat raw garlic and like olive oil was like a go to for everything, and like sea moss, yeah, mm-hmm. sea moss was like a thing. Like now it's a thing in like the United States, but I'm Trinidadian and like the West Indies. That was like growing up. If you have a Trinidad, if you have a West Indian parent, mm-hmm. like sea moss is like in everything you like. I didn't know that about you. Yeah, it's in, oh yeah, she's in, not Dominican. Like, people think I she's know, Dominican. I think I'm Dominican. Yo, I, I gotta buy me a cooler, yo. Once I get me a cooler, I'm gonna belong to the Platano crew, but I'm. Trinidadian, yeah, yeah. yeah. She's from oh, Santa River. Yeah, uh, Trinidad. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh my God! What? Let me let me drop my accent real quick. The yeah, I'm Trinidadian. Yeah, like what? The like, <laughs> they're so nice and like you can oh feel God. the warmth and the like the genuine. Uh, Oh, you know what? I didn't add it. I was going to do the Trinidadian horn, oh, the, the Caribbean horn. Pulo, Pulo. Yeah, it was going to. I know, right? Pulo's got it. But when, so my father, when he had all these things going on, and we would see him constantly, like in and out of surgeries and stuff, we're like, what is going on with him? He was like, he would tell us about not eating the fatty parts of the steak and, like, you know, take the skin yeah, off the chicken the and, like, I know, but. <laughs> But growing up, I like my mom. Good tasting food is not good. They were like conditioned to exactly. So like when I cook now, I don't. I take the fat off the chicken and take the skin off. And he's like, you're taking the best parts off. Like if we get Popeyes and stuff, he's like, I take the skin off. Gigi's like, mom, pass that this way. I'm like, I'm like, uh, I'm like, take this, put it away. I'm like, but he like like our son, he loves the fat part of like a fat the fat of steak. He refuses Mm -hmm. to eat the real part of the steak. He just wants the fatty part. Really? Yeah, he he loves it like underdone, like same thing with the bacon like underdone don't even get me started on it i'm like gagging he eats his bacon like raw like i'm like what my bacon it's still walking he made me breakfast the last week in bed because and i was in bed from the surgery he brought me bacon i did not eat the bacon i ate the eggs i did not eat the bacon it wasn't cooked you need to put your order in it wasn't it was cooked but it wasn't cooked so you know what i like it crispy close to burn so what i did is i took her food and I would put it, like she was in the guest room. Mm-hmm. I put her food in our son's room. And I'm like, if you want it, go get it. Like, it yeah, she was yeah. just in, she was in bed. I'm take like, take my cup and put it in the other room. My I'm like, killer. Like, I'm like, like, whatever you need, just go in the other room. Because the thing is, you, you're you, like her therapist. Too. Yeah. Like, she was, she was in one room. I, I was opening up the, like, the shades. I'm like, you need some light in here. Yeah. I'm like, it's, it's too dark in here. You need some light. <laughs> so she's like, they no. In my head, I'm like cursing. I'm like, get me no, I'm like, do you understand how much pain? I-? He's like, I get it, but you need to walk. I'm like, with even painkillers, I was You're on still- the first like three, four days. I couldn't even like 
turn in bed. Like to turn, I was in so much pain. And then I had my two little stalkers sleeping next to me, mm. kicking me in the back. And I was oh my like, God, that's just what you don't need. Yeah. I was like, you're oh like, I was like, God. can you guys, like, I threatened them so much. I, I was comfortable. <laughs> of course. And a king size bed all by, all by himself. Every time they, they kicked me, I was like, you, I swear to God, get out the room. Our son kicked me the very last time. And I was like, bro, get out the room. I get out right now. He got out. He went to go sleep uh. with daddy. He came back. He's like, mom, daddy said I can't sleep. I don't, I tell him, I don't sleep with kids. You sleep in your own bed. You yeah. want to? If mommy lets you sleep next to her, that's on. I say I don't sleep. I sleep next to mommy. I don't sleep next to kids. So mommy doesn't it's sleep good, next to mommy. Good mommy yeah. wants a queen size bed to herself. Daddy wants a king size bed to himself. So, so she has the two kids so with I her. Sleep in the guest room. He sleeps in. Listen, they're only this small for so long, right? I agree, and I always said like they're not always going to want to sleep with you, and they're There's not always going to want to be a best friend. And they're not always going to want to be. They're going to grow up one day and they're yep. going to leave you. I guess exactly. Ira knows all about that, huh? About yes. That. He's, he's, he's lived it. My kids so. have kids. Yeah. They, so, so do like, you, when your grandparents come over, do grandparents, <laughs> when your grandkids come over, do they want to sleep in your bed and stuff? No, well, we don't have that kind of relationship because oh, really? they, we're, yeah, well, I don't sleep at my daughter's house. So she, they, you know, Reese has not slept at our apartment. Oh, uh, they're really close. They're in River yeah. Edge, and and my son's in California. Oh, uh, so when I go to my when I go to my son's house, everyone has their own rooms. So no, you don't have the bunk. They're already eleven and eight. So yeah, they don't. Oh, so, yeah, so they're past that they're age for you. I I, mean, I remember growing up, the best the best memories was, you know, sleeping in my grandparents' bedroom, on a, like they had a little mattress on the floor, mm-hmm. and watching boxing with my grandfather, like HBO boxing, like on Tuesday nights or mm-hmm. Saturday nights. Those are like the best. And then my grandmother on her side of bed, she's watching Spanish soap, soap, soap operas. And I'm like, I don't understand. Why are you watching Spanish? What? My, par- my grandparents, <laughs> you know, my, my whole family are immigrants from Italy. I was insane. Yeah, I'm Italian. And she was watching but, novellas? But she's like, yeah, that's crazy. she goes, we don't have an Italian channel. This is the only thing we have. She goes, I don't watch. I don't, she goes, I'm not going to watch. But my, grand, my grandparents both spoke and understood Spanish as well. Okay. So, but, you know, but yeah. I was going to ask, is that why you like understand and speak Spanish too? I don't, I don't know. Like my are you fluent in Spanish? Fairly close. Pretty close to it. Yeah, yeah. fairly close. Like when he starts speaking to a Dominican, though, it's like he's lost. I, yeah, he can't, I can't. I can't talk to him. Like fuck they, that. they talk too fast. <laughs> yeah. But like, there's people. There's people in our office here. They hear me speak Spanish. Like, holy shit, you speak. Yeah. You, you speak another language. I'm like, yeah, I, ex- mm-hmm. I speak two other languages. But um, you know, before real estate, I, I ran restaurants in Manhattan, mm-hmm. and I would help. Uh, eat, you know, the, um, the the staff. You know, doing the immigration paperwork. Right. Um. You know, I would interview, I would write stuff, you know, like terminating people or interviewing people in Spanish, you know, mm-hmm. writing stuff for their, you know, for their school. You know, hey, what do you right. want me to do? I'll write, you know, write, uh, become a family, just like here as real estate agents. Mm-hmm. So Absolutely. I, so I, 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 I took, a, I studied six years of Spanish through school. Mm-hmm. And then, um, then I ended up using that in the real world. I lost a lot of my, my Italian because we, we don't talk like, speaking it. I don't talk it as much, you know, like. Mm-hmm. Like when we have family get together, you talk to your parents well, like, in front of whenever I'm there. All you do is talk to them in Italiano. All you see, all you see when Nick when Nikki talks to his dad, all you see is the hands like all is just grunting back and forth. Where do your parents uh, live? So they 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 live in Pagoda. Oh, they do. So my dad my dad came here when he was 18 on an airplane. My dad came here when he was 18 on an airplane, and my mom came here when she was 15 or 16 on a boat. Oh, wow. So my, my okay. parents, my my mother's right off the now. boat. She's right off the boat. Mm-hmm. And, um, but like growing up, we were talking, uh, and it was hard for me to learn English 
because we spoke Italian at home. So I was like the guinea pig. I was the first born. Mm-hmm. And then like my brothers, my cousins, you can just see like the, you know, like you get to my baby okay. brother. My baby brother kind of understands it. Doesn't really, doesn't speak any of yeah, it. Yeah, he doesn't speak mm-hmm. it at all. Um, so like you can see the stages, but like once my grandparents passed away, there was, I didn't, I didn't, so now when we have clients, like, you know, it's funny. I mentioned this on the podcast in the past is the day before February, I mean, March. Uh, so March 14th of mm-hmm. 2019, right? The day before COVID, everything shut down. Right. The day before my birthday. Yeah, exactly. So, or yeah. So I think that was the day before March 15th. I just 15th. got back yeah. from my 40th birthday trip. That day. You know, really? it, no. it's crazy. I didn't Hold realize. Hold what? No. Yeah, she's our, she, wait, no, I thought you were our age. You're, she is yeah. our age. I, I'm forty. I, I'm forty-five. Yeah. Okay. Bullshit. Are you? No. no she's I'm not. turning fifty this year. No, she's not. She's she's just fucking with me. So anyway, so we're, I don't know. Now, now I'm now like, she's now she's turning forty-one. So we had a condo we were selling in in Weehawken, and um, she cracks the guy the guy I was talking to right the guy I'm helping out. He's from. He came I am from. My biggest fan. <laughs> yes, you are. <laughs> yes, you are. are you st- Me, myself, and Irene. Are you still, are you still laughing? It just kicked in. <laughs> oh, dude, um, that's what it is. That's what it is. She's on a whole nother rip. Exactly. So, <laughs> the guy came from Naples the day before. He was in Italy the day before, and he's telling me about Italy and all that with COVID and all that because COVID was going crazy in Europe. Oh yeah. Yeah. And here I'm talking to a guy who just came off the airplane from Italy who wants to buy a condo here in Jersey. I had hand sanitizer. That's all I had. And then shutdown happened, and I'm like, "Holy shit!" I was talking to a guy who just came from Italy, yep. with no mask, no nothing, and mm-hmm. I'm like, "Holy crap!" Like it was. It was crazy. Really I was in, coming from my trip, and my mom's like, "Oh my gosh, you you're I a poison." Be- well, that one, <laughs> two, <laughs> two. I came back with like no voice, but she's oh. like, "Oh my god, I can't get paper or toilet paper anywhere." She's like, "You need to find toilet paper." I'm like, "What the hell is going on over there?" Yeah. So like, when you come back to the real world, you'll see that this is real over <laughs> here. Real oh, I'm like, oh my, I can't I'm even believe I made it. I know, made it on that trip. Um, I was like, oh, one more day, I would have been like stuck there. Exactly, but, that's crazy. We had mm-hmm. no idea what was going to happen in our lives. No, no. But it also changed the the state of real estate. Yep. Oh. So much. So much. Oh my God. I mean, it takes us to where we are right now. I mean, yeah. the rates are, they're fairly high. I mean, they're dropping little by little. Right. Well, it's fairly, it's high, it's but not n- as high it's as it normal. was a I mean, year My ago. first house, I paid 13 and a half percent. I believe it. You see this, guys? Look at this. Said. 13 yeah. and a half percent. And now it's what? Six and a half? It, no, it's like 6% now. 6%. And everybody's waiting for the unicorn. Exactly. percent. people right? think it's going to get back to 2.75%. No. no, this is where it's normalized. It probably yeah. gets to like, the, like the lowest yeah. is probably going to be like a 4.9, 5. five. Mm-hmm. That's probably don't know. Like, and that's where it's supposed to be. That's what it's supposed to be. That's a good rate. If you if we look at the last 30 years, 5% interest, that's great. Absolutely. So like when it got to 8%, the house prices were still going up. Mm-hmm. Because and it was people yep. like so. This was an and we talked about it uh, like our second best downloaded episode. We were talking about with uh, Rod Lagashi and, and a friend of ours, um, mm-hmm. okay. uh, Jeff uh, Van Note. And it, you know, Jeff, you know, he was in the mortgage. He wrote, he's written books and stuff like that. And um, he's like, this is the first time in history that we had low inventory, high rates, mm-hmm. and prices of homes going up. Uh, yeah, it's never happened. Those three things are together, mm-hmm. right? The rates are dropping down. We went to an open house um, two weekends ago in Emerson. Mm-hmm. And the line was around the corner, and I was pissed off at the agent. I'm like, "This is not COVID no more." You're like, you, you you let a group in at a time is bullshit. Right. Like it's 30 degrees outside. 
This is like if for you taking pictures, like it's stupid. Mm-hmm. Like he goes, so I'm trying to control the crowd. You know, we don't want a lot of people. I'm like, this ain't COVID. Right. Like let us in. It's 30 degrees outside. Mm. Our client, we just um, put an offer on a house in um, Oak Ridge. No, I'm sorry, Glen Ridge. Glen Ridge, yeah. On Monday. Tuesday, we no, Tuesday. Tuesday was the final, That's the highest final. and best. Yeah. 47 offers. Our asking was 650. They got north of 820. Oh, I believe it. Especially in Glen Ridge. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah, Glen Ridge. Once something opens up Everybody there, wants Glen Ridge. Like 47 offers. That 47 is a unicorn of a town. Like, mm-hmm. when I tell well, you, that town is just... because being next to Montclair, you know, yep. it's a little mm-hmm. cheaper. Essex yeah, County taxes. Still, yep. Right. Train line. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The easy it's commute. Easy and this is, commute to the city. And which is direct. basically the, our client. That's exactly she what she wants. She works in the city. She wants a nice neighborhood, good school system. Yep. Nice town. What's... It's Glenridge. I mean, mm-hmm. and w- and one of the things for people that don't know the area, Glenridge is one of my favorite towns just as far as the ambiance and aesthetics of the town. Oh my God, that town it's, is gorgeous. It's like, one of the last towns. Uh, and I want to say America, USA, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, Main Street, USA. They have pretty much on every street corner gas lanterns. It's gas? It, it's gas. It's natural gas lanterns throughout the whole town. So if you look, wow, I didn't, their lights, I didn't those are gas lights. And I, I love, that's one thing I love about Glenridge is like just, old charm. it's that yep. charm. And it makes, it makes that town that much more charmful. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And it makes, yeah. no, it definitely and, does. And here as agents, when we, we meet a client, right? And you're talking to the client and the client's telling you what they want, right? And the conversations we've had how many times, right? Oh, yeah. And, but the thing is, Millions. what we can probably all agree on is they don't know where they want to go. Yep. They tell us. Yep. I so, want to be here. I want to be exactly. here. I think I want to be here. They don't know what type of what style of houses they like until after the fact they start seeing house. Like they see a one of each kind, and then they're like, you know what, Cape Cod's are not my. Right. They're not but, my. But you see, because you like, work a good a good amount of areas radius. though, like we do, right? Mm-hmm. They sending you uh, listings from Edison, Verona. Yep. You know, Wick of Lake. Like what the. F- like, you know, how am I supposed to do this shit? Like, I'm, I'm going to be out with you oh, nine booking, hours? I know. Yeah. Booking those appointments makes my head spin because I can't even have my VA do it because she's in the Philippines. I yeah. mean, yeah, she can map it and figure I could, but it's more like I need to, you, like, exactly. real time, them. I need to know and map it out. That is, that's more frustrating than actually doing this. And what happens if they like the house? That he 15 minutes, that 15 minutes, me. that 15 minutes ain't 15 minutes. No, no. And I expect sure. someone to spend 15 minutes in a house that they're going to spend a quarter of a million dollars, a half a million dollars, three quarters of a million dollars, 15 minutes is not a lot of time. Right. We spent five seconds in the house we ended up buying. Yeah, we did. But sometimes when you feel it, you feel it. Yeah, we, true. You know, the other, I the really thing, was it in the area that you really wanted to be in? No, it was not just the, my, not the my side area. of the house and the backyard was what sold so it. So I, yeah. I, I didn't want to go north the of the floor. Italian needed a, like a uh, 150 by 150 lot. And, you know, he needed a ride on lawnmower to deal with it. So that, <laughs> that was what I wanted. I was looking at, like, so I'm from, I'm from South Bergen County. It's like Southeast ah. Bergen County, Bogota. Mm-hmm. Grew up there. So I was looking. I wanted, like, Cliffside Park, Palisades Park, Fort Lee, Richfield. <laughs> Um, like I wanted to stay in that that cluster. He didn't right want to go to the island, you know. To I didn't like want to go. I didn't want to. <laughs> I didn't want to go north of Route Four. Like I thought yeah. north of Route Four was like the country. Right? It really is the. It really well, it is. is the I mean, quite honestly, or... Tracy and I went to um, the gym yesterday morning, and she's like, "Oh, because I'm in Wyckoff." Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's in Hackensack, 
She gets up. She's like, it snowed over here. Yes. I'm like, over here. It's free. It's like, 10 but, minutes. But, right, so but it did. So our first, snow, our, it's like, we had no snow in Hackney. Our first <laughs> snowstorm. You remember the first snowstorm we had? It was on a Friday going to a Saturday. Yeah. Right? So Gigi had a game at 7 o'clock in the morning in Hackensack. Mm-hmm. And the talk oh, yeah, was if the game was going to get canceled, the game was going to get canceled. It snowed Friday into. So yeah. it starts snowing Friday night and then Saturday, you know, Saturday morning. So I wake up at 5 o'clock in the morning. Thinking, I'm like, okay, let me see how bad the snow is. Like, you know, we got a shovel, and I was borrowing my mom's car. It was this little tiny car, so I'm like, I, I need to get this little tiny car through the snow to get back. <laughs> Just so tiny. For a seven o'clock game, I feel like I will leave at five thirty, an hour and a half. I think should be more than enough to get to Hackensack. Right. Hackensack for people listening from my house is twenty minutes no traffic, fifteen minutes no traffic. So I see, I see snow. It's good. We got a good amount of snow, but the, the roads were. Clear. Clear. They were clean, right? They were blacktop. Some roads weren't blacktop. We get to Teaneck. It looked like it was the Caribbean. Not yeah, one not drop of nothing. snow. Nothing. Yeah, it's crazy. It li- and so kids on the team, like there's the pan- a big a big curtain that comes down. To yeah, yeah. The snow. Right? So, so I I go to <laughs> like I was talking to one of the dads. Then and this one of the dads, ironically, our kids play on the same team. Mm-hmm. We went to Vegas like 15 years ago. Like, okay. like which was crazy to me. Like, I'm like, what? We, you and, know this guy? And we and we <laughs> we we. We noticed each other last spring when my daughter and him, or my daughter and his daughter, his son was playing on in Montclair for the spring league. The bromance re. So I'm like, I'm like, know, oh shit, I've been, I haven't, yeah, we haven't seen each other for a year. <laughs> so they live in Hasbro Kites, and I go to him, I go, I'm like, hey, did um, did your son play in the snow yesterday? They're like, no, we went out, and then I'm like, he goes, you know, by the time we got home, there was no snow left. I'm like, fuck. I'm like, no our snow. kids were making snowmen on Friday. Like, was like, I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, so then, <laughs> so then I'm looking Everybody's at, like, did you travel out of town? Because I recorded a backyard with the kids. Oh, because you're in yeah. snow. They're like, where did you guys go? Why is it like, like they didn't realize, like, we got like, snow. Dumont, bro? And then, like, people <laughs> in Teaneck and Bogota, Hackensack, Hasbro, guys, they got nothing. 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 And we got snow. It's really crazy, like, the it's difference. Insane. I'm from Syracuse, upstate New York. Yeah, I know. So it's like, oh that, my God. When people talk about snow, I'm like, this is yeah. not snow. Who yeah, my we... son's hockey game Buffalo, was canceled the thing? that weekend because of the snow. Where did they play? In, in Wayne? They were playing in Wayne, but it was like, there was no snow. Really? really? You know snow. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. So for me, it's like. We just had somebody on the podcast who was from Syracuse. I've never had snow. Yo, wow. who, who do we have on this podcast just recently that was from Syracuse? Because I was talking about You're dinos- a good one. I'm I was talking about too. dinosaur barbecue, and they're like, "Yeah, oh, I, I yeah. spent my share of time there." Dinosaur, I it's somebody recent, but it I was don't, I somebody don't that we had on the phone. Who did we have on the phone just recently? Um. Uh, oh, the guy from Boston. X. Yeah, yeah uh, uh, Andrew Brown. Oh, Andrew- I know Andrew. Oh, I know Andrew. Yeah. So yeah. Andrew Brown. He's from Love Syracuse. Yeah. He's yeah, from Syracuse. He, is. he played football there. Yes, didn't he? he did. Or, he went to college there. Yes, yes I think. he went to college. Yes. I didn't know he played football for yes. Syracuse. Mm-hmm. Wow. So yeah, we we just had Andrew on the on the podcast. Yeah. Uh, last was our last episode? Yeah. yeah. It was our last episode. That was, he's in Boston, that was amazing. Right? Yep, he's in Boston. Boston. He's from originally from uh, New York. Yeah. He was. I think he's from the Bronx. Yeah, the from the Bronx. Nice guy. Yeah. yeah awesome. Awesome guy. We started debating on why you can't just say Bronx as opposed to it's, the Bronx. It's, it's the, the, Bronx. The, the, the Bronx. I'm from Manhattan. It's the Bronx. So you just say no. you can't. You can't say the Manhattan. No, you can't no, say no, the Brooklyn, the Queens. It's the Bronx. The Bronx, Brooklyn, Queens, Manhattan. Yeah. And Staten Island. <laughs> Over there. The, forgot, the Forgotten Island. Borough. Yes. Do you guys the know? The redheaded stepchild. Do you guys know how real estate is so much different in Staten Island oh is God, than anywhere so else? Oh, I mean, they, so they've been different. paying out 1% for, forever. They pay 1%, pay 1% to buyers. 
for and this has been something they've been doing forever. One yeah. percent. But even certain parts in the Bronx does the same thing. Like they'll only pay one percent on. Yeah, it's it we, is. We don't on the MLS. They have their own MLS, their own thing, it, like their own. It's like we don't like we don't take clients like That's we on them, yeah. we we do license we're like we're licensed Legit. in New York. We will not take a, like if we get like someone giving me hey I have a buyer referral for Staten yeah. Island. Mm-hmm. We have take a it. referral partner there, obviously, but we don't take it personally like we, ourselves. We're like, hey, this is who we work with. Just, I go directly to them yeah. because just, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna charge yeah. them anything. Like and I, that's customary. It's they, like, they, they, across they're, the they're, they're, across the board. They're like three percent over there. Yeah, like that's, and once again, that's why we need good relationships because 100%. we want to make sure that the people that are going to take the business yep. are right. really yep. professional and they know that neighborhood they know what it is and, and they know what everything is involved including 100%. commissions yeah. yep. L- listen 100%. I'm sure you have like 35 friends in San Island give them a call You'll I know see. right <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly yeah. The, the, the main thing of like anything that you do not just real estate I would say in any business that you do right mm-hmm. I would say is based off of relationships because if I if even my hairstylist, if I go to a hairstylist or whoever for the first time, or it may be an attorney or whoever, and I work with them for the first time, and I see I don't like the vibe. First of all, it's based off the vibe because I'm all about the vibe and the juju. Yeah. If we don't vibe and that on that level, impression is huge. You know, you don't have a time to make a second first impression. It's, 100%. It is what it is. Mm-hmm. But there's sometimes like we've had this, but bold. There was this one person like I just felt like she kept on targeting me and everything oh, I would rough. say. And you know what the crazy <laughs> part was? Lena, before like she even told you guys about the scenario, Lena is out of our office and in our office, everybody comes to me, me and Nico, and they're like, hey, I need to pick your brain on this. I need to pick your brain on that. And we so happen to be involved in the, the lead inspection and like a bunch of things in the background. And this other person didn't know I was involved. So we were involved with our other company and different things. So I knew, you know, everything about the deal. It wasn't just a brief synopsis. Like I knew, knew about the deal. And she was talking about it with you guys. And I was given my, my two cents. And this person was like, um, Ira is the... Verbatim, she said, Ira is the t- uh, the team captain. captain, and maybe he <laughs> should take the lead on this. And I was like, and it was like everything I say, it was just like shots Shut fired at down. me. Shots fired at me. And that like, was an sniper status. That was and I was like, minute. <laughs> yeah, and then, you know what? I'm not the person to like start drama or anything, but like, Lena even said it. She was like, bro, and but, um, uh, <laughs> what the fuck are you like? I think he, I think he actually, Nick, he but actually people, got up and walked away. I will, yeah, but what I said, what I said to her was that, what I said to her, because I got to the point where I was like, bro, I cannot function with your negativity constantly coming. At what point I was like, I'm going to switch groups. I was like, I got to leave the people. I loved you guys so much, but I even told you, I was like, maybe I should just switch groups because I cannot oh, deal. Oh no, not another <laughs> Sasha story. Screw you. <laughs> but like, <laughs> you, fuck you and your buttons, bro. But like, I and got so, like my juju, my vibe was just like, ah. Oh. And she I said, it. before I walked away, I was like, listen, I'm sorry. You may have a problem with me and the way I am. But what we're not going to do is you disrespecting me. I give you respect. I'm going to let you be. One thing you're going to do, you're not going to disrespect me. And I walked away. I said it and I walked away. And then you came and we spoke about it and things like that. But after the fact, that person Did ended up apologize? becoming my... She apologized. I kept my distance after she apologized and things like that. Because I was like, you in the beginning, 100%. You either hate me or you love me, 100%. But you don't have to discredit me. You don't have to shoot me down to make yourself look better. better. Or right. try to look... And there's a lot of people out there that... 100%. Because they basically have an insecurity. 
security <clears throat> complex. Exactly. Yeah. Now, let me, oh, you know what? A lot oh, of people don't know where I come from and they think, oh, what my background is or what we do because it's your first time meeting me. And right. they think, oh, I'm just in the business because of my personality or my looks or X, Y, or Z. Mm -hmm. They don't know my what I have, my resume. You your know, value and a lot proposition. Of time, exactly. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times they judge me based on that but after the fact when they hear it's like x y and z and she belongs to this a team and like once she started hearing about how many we had on the contracts and how many sales we had and we were running a team and like we had another company and all these other things and she was like she reeled it in a little bit now, you guys exactly. you've guys done real estate more than a couple of days right so yeah only what, 10 days. how do you guys <laughs> how do you guys deal with that negativity and a, and a transaction when you have and, and kind of explain it to the listener like on a transaction that they, it may be a rough transaction. Like, mm -hmm. you know, you. what is your ways to work in that transaction that can help the person listening uh, right now? You basically just have to have to address every single issue and uh, carefully and point out exactly what's happening and what might happen, why it's happening, how do we get past it? Mm -hmm. And and we will get past it, but we have to take we have to make some changes. Right. And and let's go ahead and, and discover what we need to do to get to that point. Because we're going to close this transaction. Mm -hmm. What's the problem? Mm -hmm. What's really going on? It, it just goes right back to the fact that we have to talk. Communication. Yep. But, all, you know, it doesn't always happen that way. So, and if it doesn't happen that way, 100%. I feel like you always need, you always. <laughs> coming in <laughs> um you always need to like know that you're doing the best for yourself well first your client Absolutely. yourself and then kind of defer to the attorneys and if you speak to the attorney at least that's what i do mm -hmm. you know in making sure that i'm speaking to my client and letting them know like myself you and the attorney we're all transparent here yep. and you know work on that attorney to be speaking obviously they do speak to the other attorney but again communication absolutely if the person on the other side isn't receptive to you know having that two-way street your hands are kind of tied 100 percent. of course you always want it to work like that you know when we work in a perfect KW, world yeah yeah with you know, our kw people and you know it, yeah. it's it's also what people say the more like and I, learned, I heard this when i first got into real estate the more you know agents the more you want to work with them. Oh, so yeah. when I see an offer from an agent that I've done a deal with, or I've heard good things about them, mm -hmm. and, and it's kind of like, and we're talking about apples, apples, as far as the offer, and my client goes, hey, if you were me, who would you want to, you know, which, which offer would you want to go with? I say, hey, listen, I've worked with this person. I've heard great things about this person. 100%. That offer just... You know, it's solidified. Exactly. And you know it's going to get to the closing table. Exactly. You might have someone that, you know, is just going to go MIA and not even tell you that they're going to walk away from the deal. So, 100%. you know, if you're so listening to this, letter, if you're that. listening to this and, and you're a consumer looking mm -hmm. to buy a house, right? do you see how important it is to find the right real estate agent? Yep. If the real estate agent is not communicating with you as the client, yep. right, or not answering your questions, imagine what they're doing with the other real estate agent right yep. mm -hmm. the other person and, and, and we're talking within reason please right. I, I don't want to say like you're texting them at three o'clock in the morning you're not getting a response back mm -hmm. but i'm telling you if you ask them a simple That's question me, you guys okay that you know ask them a simple <laughs> question and saying um you know what's going on with this and it takes three days for them to respond and you're mm -hmm. sending multiple text messages right i'm talking about to the extreme and i don't want to discredit any real estate agent 100 you know the way they operate but i'm just you know what of the course. signs you know the signs and i, I mm -hmm. before i get you know 
emails and stuff like that. You're like, you're totally messed up my business. <laughs> Just imagine how they are with you is how they're going to be with the other person. Right. Right. So if they have that reputation, you want to have a reputation, an agent has a good reputation that has stuff. You want to interview. You don't want to just say, oh, I went to school with this kid. I'm going to use him. Mm -hmm. You yeah. owe nobody nothing. Yep. Just no. because your brother's a real estate agent, your cousin's a real estate agent, your best friend's a real estate agent, or whatever, you don't owe them anything. Right? There's been plenty of times where I've you know, gone on a listing appointment and they've been interviewing the brother or mm -hmm. the cousin. And... A lot of times it's been the two times that I can remember. Older women downsizing, you know, they're by themselves. There's like a nurturing, you know, me being a past teacher, there's something about that, like nurturing connection that, you know, I had with these women and Excellent. they went with me and not the family member on those two occasions. So it's all about the relationship yeah. and the rapport that you build when you're there in that initial meeting with them that really solidifies like whether they want to go with you or not. The you other know, thing beyond is, that, you you sell yourself there, and that's it. If you don't, yep, they're yeah, moving on. The other 100%. thing is, is, is mm -hmm. that you know we're supposed to practice all of our objection handling, uh, and and no different scripts. It, when you're in situations where the other agent might be a family member, it's always really good to say, well, just what might happen if you have a problem. In this transaction, mm -hmm. are you going to really want to face up to the reality of what might happen with your relationship with your family? Mm -hmm. Why don't you keep things separate? Yep. Right? And that's always worked. Once money gets involved with any it's type of family thing. dynamic, it could it's get 100%. Dirty. But even for friends, too. It They're could get 100%. Dirty. Yeah. It, it could, it's not always, but it could. It could. Absolutely. There's success stories. I mean, there's success stories that. You know, you you did everything worked out, planned and planned yeah. out well, and you're better friends or better family members because of the transaction. So mm -hmm. it's oh, not but because there's been scenarios with like family members of ours where we have done transactions. We honestly not because she was a family member, we went above and beyond. It was just because that's what we do for our clients. Right. But at the end of the transaction, we still look like looked at like we did something awful. Like we well, that's because didn't have her back. That's because she meanwhile, had a bad attorney. Her, yeah. Meanwhile, her attorney <laughs> was like running away to Russia and shit with her money and like yeah, she, she had <laughs> her a, escrow money and shit had, didn't get had it back. Bad, and like had, it was it was awful. Yeah, we were selling and her. he was making like uh, um making uh deals for her without even consulting her. Yeah. He didn't know we were related and I was telling her what he was doing. So then he was going back and bad bad melting yeah, to her so, and like she was she was selling her house mm -hmm. down in Jersey City. It was crazy. and it was a, it was a it was a development house, right? Yeah. So right. It, it was a project that they started, but they just never finished. So we put to the market. So it's not something that you can't get funding for. Yeah. And um, so the attorney she ended up saying, "Hey, I, I did this. I did a deal with this attorney once so in the past, but he, he has wasn't a real estate attorney to he, begin with. So you know how that starts everything. But, and he also has right. a past that you know right off the bat. Yeah. That's a, but he also has a past of poor reviews yeah. because oh just not communicating stuff like that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We go through the transaction. There was an underground oil tank. Mm -hmm. So I negotiated because he was not responding to any emails or phone calls. So I negotiated with the other attorney what the buyer, the seller was going to do with the underground oil tank. And I think mm -hmm. we negotiated $5,000, right? Which no, is, we, we negotiated nothing. We said if the property was being sold as, no, and no, we no, accepted I think, the offer. He was the one that negotiated no, 10000 That's right. And so we, we didn't, we didn't negotiate 5, nothing. That's yeah. right. We didn't negotiate. And we were fine with buying it as is and everything. Right. So he turns around a week and a half later. Mm -hmm. 
He must have just opened up his email. He goes, oh, I spoke to the seller and we're going to negotiate a $10,000 credit. Yeah. So I go to him like, you spoke to the seller? He goes, uh, that's no, but shit. he goes, right. no, but I'll convince her. I think this is good. I'm like, I already negotiated this. Look at your damn emails. She's, you're costing her $10,000. Are you fucking stupid? And now he fumbled the whole deal. So now the buyers are like, well, we were promised $10,000. We're not, not getting anything so, for the oil tank now. So, so then they brought it down it was to, a, to 5000 So we ended up going to 5000 We had to go to 5000 because the attorney negotiated without yeah. speaking to the seller. Yeah. On a deal, so it cost our seller five thousand dollars when I originally caught, got her zero. Yeah, which is so. Like, so that's what it is like. You know, wow. you so get. This is exactly what we're talking about, guys. When you use an attorney, listen, you can use an attorney that you do choose. whatever else. Absolutely, a hundred percent. But always have in the back of your head if that's not their specialty, right? Um, and that's. But not Sasha, it's not just real attorneys. We're talking about anybody, even, even real estate. If a real estate agent practices only residential. They don't do anything commercial. Don't, don't use them. Use 100%. somebody who's commercial. If somebody who, you know, Ira, you don't do anything in Cape May County, right? I'm assuming. Absolutely not. But you're not going to call Ira and say, <laughs> hey, I need you in Cape May County. I need right? you to list the property. Like, Would you list the property if I called you up in the morning and say I have a listing in Cape May? No. I uh, you would not But hold on. Those, those homes are so you beautiful. You would not? I don't care. I'm not <laughs> going to Cape May. Okay. Those homes are That's so beautiful. Me. Cape May is fine. Cape May is so fine. But... But you wouldn't. But you. Baby Freitag in the house. Sorry, so I know. You wouldn't. Sorry. You wouldn't. You know. You wouldn't like. And as an agent, you know your limits. Yeah. You know what you're good at, and you do great what you're good at. Right. So. But this is the perfect example, though. Some some family members would be like, "Hey, I have a family member, and they they want to list a property in Cape May County. Mm-hmm. I don't do that county, but it's an easy listing. I could list a property. I could only do one day a week for showings or whatever." When they're not really, in actuality, they're not really doing their sellers justice. That's right. Because, because they're not opening it up you to, have to everybody. You have, to, you have a fiduciary a responsibility 100%. to your seller, mm-hmm. to your client. Yep. Mm-hmm. You have to give them the absolute best professional experience. Yep. And I will not be able to do that in Cape May. 100%. In, in terms of knowledge and in terms of time. I'm not, yeah. I'm not doing that. You're talking and about I'm a four-plus-hour so four round sorry. trip? Yeah, Oof. and you're talking about you as an Asian know your limits and know what you can do. There's other Asians that don't know that. They're like, you know what? It's an easy listing. I'm going to list the property. I'm going to get it sold because of the market. I'm going to just sell it, and that's that. Right. And this is where stuff sometimes fumbles happen and things happen. If you guys had um, do you know? Two, do you know two, Al Casanova down in... Um, Atlantic City. I know the name. Brick Team, Atlantic City. For some reason, I feel like you know him. He was at um. He was at the party. No, he, he was at the no. SC party. Oh, but um, the if you had two pieces of advice that you can give one to someone looking to buy or sell, another one to a new agent or just an agent in the industry, what would it be? Who wants to go first? For for a buyer or seller, I mean both for uh-huh. buyers and sellers. I would say don't wait. You know, so many. At least right now, like in my own database, I have so many sellers that they want to wait. They want to wait. Like, they're getting cold feet. Where am I going to go? We'll figure it out. We always do. And even mm-hmm. with buyers, the same thing. Don't wait. You can refinance. You know, everyone's like, oh, interest rates are high. You can refinance. Yeah. I mean, if you look at our, I mean, he, he, that 13% you purchase, I'm sure yeah. that was refinanced, right? Oh, of course, of course. Within within five years, I think we refinanced right. to 8% and yeah. we're absolutely delighted. But the advice that I'd give to, to any, I, I agree with Tara that now is always the best time to buy or sell. 
because you need to get into the real estate market ASAP. Don't keep on paying 100% interest to the landlord because right. mm. when you're renting, you are paying 100% interest. You need to get into it now. The wealthiest people in the world are wealthy because of their real estate holdings. Mm-hmm. That's Not because of the stock mm-hmm. market. Yep. It's real estate. Right. So if, so if you have an opportunity to, to get in, and you don't need 20% down. Yep. You, need a, you need a really good mortgage partner, and you need a really good team. And that team yep. consists of your real estate agent and the attorney. You know what's interesting, too, is this past January, the uh, multifamilies on conventionals, down 5%. Right. Yep. It used to be, what, 15%. Mm-hmm. And I would always push my clients to FHA, 3.5% down on the multifamily. Don't put that equity out. You know, just keep that equity and then, you know, mm-hmm. refinance, cash out, buy another multifamily house with, you know, right. with the... Now you do with conventional. Oh, my God. Conventional, you, 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 I mean, it's less restrictions. You know, you don't have to worry about it being self-sustaining and all that stuff. It's 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 wild yeah. how and they make it of, so easy. I'm sorry for interrupting. In, no, I know in, you're in not. In terms of advice to a new agent, it's very simple. Just make contacts. Mm-hmm. Don't be a secret agent. I I wear my Keller Williams shirts in the gym. Mm-hmm. I got two contacts this week. I never see you without your name tag. I always, always see you. Exactly. Always, always. <laughs> always. He always has it. How many do you have? You have to have more than one, right? I have five name tags. Okay. I have I two in the car and three in the house. God forbid you forget one one day. Exactly. <laughs> God forbid. Um, Tara, I had a question for you, right? Because as a working mom yes. in this industry, what is the biggest hinder you have faced or deal with on... I wouldn't say like on a regular, but just in the industry itself. As a working mom yeah. in the industry, balance. Mm. Juggling the kids' balance. life and then work, yeah. huh? Mm-hmm. Do you have a lot of mom guilt? Do you um, feel a lot of mom guilt? Oh, man. Ira, do I? Oh, uh, dang. Yeah, yeah I it's, do. It's, it's, it's only natural. It's Absolutely. Like, it's part of the game. You know, I... The other day, I woke up in the middle of the night, like, oh, shit, I forgot to sign up for pizza lunch. You know, our minds are, as moms, we're always going. We're juggling a lot of different things. Um, You know, my life's in a whirlwind, but we keep pushing forward. Absolutely. But the mom guilt is real. Like, it, it doesn't go anywhere. And as much as you try to, like, suppress it, I'm sure my mom has her own guilt now, with me, you know, Absolutely. like, oh, I can't get down to New Jersey to see Tara, you know, just like, yeah. Oh, you your know, parents still like, live in Syracuse? Oh, my whole family's up there. Oh, dang. Oh. Yeah. So it's balance is, I think, the biggest thing because biggest I'm constantly, thing. you know, between computer, phone, you know, just always on it. The, thing is, the thing is, though, it does, it does keep us grounded. I was going to ask you the same question. What is your biggest mom guilt? <laughs> <laughs> No, but you, you, it does keep us going because when you look, think about it, you're right. But yeah. and, and what I'm trying to say at this point is that if you have an opportunity to spend some time with your family, mm-hmm. do it. Mm-hmm. Try to time block it. Make it happen. Because tomorrow is not promised. Absolutely. 100%. I was telling Nico about the story about the, the appraiser who couldn't make it because her husband's got a, a brain tumor. That's crazy. And he is now unconscious. Wow. So you we never don't, know. We don't know what's going on. You, do, you don't Sending know. Sending healing know. prayers his way. Yeah, I, and, and good juju his and way. I, I texted Absolutely. her this morning. Yeah. With a bunch of folded hand emojis asking oh. her how it you know, is. Is that folded hands or is that high fives? 
No, the no, one to the right. I thought there were two, I thought there were two high fives. No, they're, no, fold, they're folded praying. hands. Are you sure? Positive. I okay. thought yeah. Siri, Siri knows that they're folded hands. Okay. <laughs> Does she? Because she'd be trying to play me. That I thought I thought there were two high fives. I thought there was two people giving high fives. No, they're no, praying it's a, hands. It's a, it's they're a, praying. Ask Siri to do praying yeah. hands. Let's it, see what she does. It's a folded hand emoji. Now that he says that, I could see that. But no, it's the praying hands. Exactly. Yeah, right. Do you guys? But you guys see me? Do you guys see how I think it was high five? Yeah. No, I could. But yeah. Yeah. So you're a left brain thinker, Dan. I don't know. I don't know if I think. The bottom line is, though, life is short. Absolutely. And and we have to make every day count. As we pretty much wind down the show, we give all our guests final thoughts. So. I, you know, go ahead with your final thoughts and, uh, you know. Well, my final thoughts is that I, that I really appreciate this opportunity because I, I, I really like you guys. I oh, love Tara. We work together mutual. so closely. Oh, so you like us and you love Tara? All right, I see how it is. <laughs> <laughs> I see how it is. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and this is an opportunity to, to just explore and have a, and continue a, a relationship. Absolutely. Which is what life is all about. 100%. And, I, and when you, you guys presented us with this opportunity, the first thing I said is, what? And then I said, Oh, that could be really fun. That it was really so we are our, our show is international. Yeah. We're uh, in several states in uh, several countries in Europe. We are um, yeah, we're in Russia as well. That's right. That's France. Oui, oui. France. Um, Bonjour. We're down in the Caribbean. Oui, oui. And then yeah. we're in We're in the Caribbean? Yeah. Which which part of the Caribbean? Because my Trini people No, it's not your people. My Jamaicans, my Dominicans, no, Dominicans. my Venezuelans. Domi- Y'all didn't even like Dominicans. My Domi- oh snap, my Dominican platanos, Republic. oh my god, my fake platanos, y'all. Thank I, God. So I haven't I haven't looked at, I, from yesterday <laughs> to today, but no. you know, we, but so we're and we're most of the we're in most of the big cities, you know, like mm-hmm. the metropolitan cities. Um and then we're like one small town in like Montana. Mm-hmm. And that's because we had Clint on. And, yeah. You know, and then we, Clint, of uh, Shu, Shu, I guess, Shuma's his uh, friends and followers. Aww. Like, so we have a little Thank cluster you, guys. about awesome. uh, Yellowstone Park. Thank over there. you, Montana. Uh, I don't I don't know what, what a kind of so, accent no, Montana has, but. Re- regular people. They're just regular, regular. Yeah, they, just, they don't get an accent. No, they're just regular. Anybody like, from Montana? Like no. no. <laughs> so, I don't know what it is, but it's not like so, that. <laughs> so the show is definitely, definitely uh, fun. <laughs> You know, we 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 kind of showcase agents from you know all our friends. We uh, basically from around showcase the our relationships with everyone we have, uh, from lenders to other agents, and literally anything in between, anything that encompasses the real estate industry. Because we all know that real estate isn't just about the 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 mean things you see about the house and the clothing, the shiny objects, the, exactly mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. iceberg effect. It's not about right. that. It's about other things. And we want to showcase that on a podcast. And we've done a, I, why, what? why, why are you turning my goddamn mic off? That wasn't yours. That was mine. That was my mic. That was her mic. Why, why would you do that to no, me? That, see what he does yeah. guys. No, that was, like, my, that was my mic. That was, Zip it. that was my, that was my, that's, that's my mic. Now, that is my Yeah, that was my mic. I don't know. I that just, was my mic. I saw a new button. I don't know. I, but now, final thoughts. From yeah, there we go. Um, yes. Um, so, wrapping it up, like Ira said, you know, thank you for having us. This was fun. I love you guys, too. <laughs> but no, like how you started it, you said, you know, we're here, we're all agents, we're in the same market. There is enough to go around. And yep. We can like sit here and powwow and get along. We're friends. Exactly. We're all in this together. Like we're not in competition with each other. No. Your exactly. database is different than mine. 
Yep. Different than Ira. They'll cross, they'll, listen, they'll cross paths. It's so And that's great. Yes. They, and it's great. They have the opportunity to do it together. And when they do, yeah. right. yes, let's do it. So yeah. it's like, we it does, maintain it, these relationships, but not amazing. everyone in this industry nope. thinks Thanks, that. And yeah. you know what? And those are the people I want to be around, and they're the ones that I will continue to surround myself with because any Absolutely. negativity, no I place here. I'm, I don't want it. I only want people that 100%. want positivity and want good things for each other. Because it's life is too short. Yeah, 100%. Like 100%. So. I would say. Um, so for the new agents or anybody looking to get into anything, whether it be um, influencing or whatever it is you're trying to do. Um, before I got into the industry, it was my idea to become a realtor because I'm from Jersey and I say with an A in the middle, <laughs> come at me. Realtor. <laughs> you and your buttons, bro. Anyways, before I got into the industry, you I remember reaching. I'm from Jersey. <laughs> Oh I am from Jersey. I talk with my hands and I'm not aggressive at all. <laughs> but anyways, so before I got into the industry, when I wanted to no longer be a stay-at-home mom and I was like, I want to go back to work, I reached out to one of my friends that was doing real estate for like a good five years because I bartended with her for a long time and I felt like she was like a friend of mine. Right. Like, But it was more like a friend of me because I reached out to her. She was doing it for a while. I was like, hey, I wanted to pick your brain. You know, I want to become a real estate agent. I saw a couple of things that I saw Groupon and I really think this would be something I, I could be good at. I'm really good at talking to people, helping people, and you know after we purchase a house x y and z and i feel like i want to help other people through the transaction and help them honestly help them help them right you know and she was like you know what um this industry isn't for everyone and not because you have a personality um and because you can flirt that means you'll make it she's like yeah it's oversaturated and maybe oh, you should told me it was oversaturated yeah maybe this is not for you maybe you should do something you know involving kids you're a Ouch. mom and you should do something involving your child and like that aspect and i was like oh my god i was like thank you so much for your advice um i was like you really opened my eyes to to the industry to be honest, you really blew my mind. Like, I wasn't expecting to hear the honest truth from you, but thank you so much for this. And I thank her so much for saying that for me and being that that dirty-ass fucking bitch. That because pushed you and put fire under you because the day I passed mine, I was at Aldo's in Wyckoff and another agent, he said the same. It's so saturated, you're not going to be anything. Exactly. You know what That's that was, the though? the fire you need. You know what that was? Oh. That was opportunity knocking. A hundred percent. Because That's when I tell was. you, on this day, him and his fucking button, to this day, <laughs> she's still doing real estate, and it's like the here and there and here and there. She's like trickling and things. And she reached out to me about a lead inspection, and she's like, how is it you guys um, do sports and entertainment, and how is it you guys do this, X, Y, and Z? So now she's coming to me mm -hmm. and asking me, of and course. I'm like, I was like, you know what, um, I would love to get on a phone conversation with you. And she calls me up and things like that. And I was like, you know what? I just, I just don't really have time. I'm so busy. Mom life, working life, just everything. Mm -hmm. And I'm so sorry. Um, you know, we should sit down one day. We should grab coffee. But in actuality, that would never happen. <laughs> right. Because you know why? You were the reason why you pushed me to even go harder and show you that it can you be. You could do it. A hundred percent. In fact, that is a hundred percent true. Don't listen to anyone. You're shining star and who you are and who you will always be mm -hmm. no one can block what is for no. you we spoke about this like detours in life and things that i truly believe in this there's so many details i've been through in life and it's brought me to things that i never wanted never thought i would ever have in life right and when i tell you detours are opportunities knocking and people that hate on you 
for not even hating on you for a reason or anything. Right. Keep pushing, guys. If you want to mm-hmm. do something, you don't know what you have inside of you. And Absolutely. until you put it to the grind and test yourself, shoot for the freaking stars. Because only you and God knows what you can do with your life. And until you start doing something, in actuality, you're doing nothing. Oh, what a final thought that was, huh? Very wow, that was, yeah. like a, you didn't like that? that was a final 35 minutes right there. <laughs> no, I've been wanting to tell that story for a hot minute. Uh-huh. And I just never got the opportunity oh, to. You. But now I finally got it. So when you, as a new agent, whoever you are, and they tell you it's oversaturated. If you're a mom. Too. Don't. Just, exactly. You can do it. It might be hard, but listen. You're doing it for something. And yes. at the end of the day, I'm competing against me. Mm-hmm. I'm doing, I'm striving to be that 1% better right. than I was last year, than I was six months ago, than I was a year ago. If you had told me five years ago that I would have been postpartum free and freaking living life and actuality, like living, living life, I would have been like, yeah, bro, no, all I want to do is go play in traffic. Yeah. And look at me today. It's like, you mm-hmm. look at me, you would never think that I went through postpartum, uh, chronic depression or anything, or had a broken femur, lost brothers, or any. you would never know if I don't tell you what I'm going through. Right. You know, it's just so crazy. So you just never know. Guys, smile. Today you see someone, just smile. Mm-hmm. Smile at a stranger today, guys. Yeah. That's, Ira I has no problem too. doing that. Smiles are free. <laughs> yes. Ira, Ira has free. no problem doing that. Smiles are free. Make Guys, thank you for listening today. Yes. We What's really your final thought? Thank you for having us. But you took my final thoughts. So no, I, I, I was going to say the same thing. <laughs> so, guys, thank you for listening in today. We really do appreciate it. Thank you all. Catch us next week on the Neighborhood Sellers Podcast. Here it is. The episode you've been waiting for. The Neighborhood Sellers Podcast with your hosts, Nico and Sasha Antanasio. Grab a chair, grab a drink, grab a friend, and enjoy the conversation. 